When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Here on My Talk 1071, we're going to get right to the three things that you need to hear to get about your day. It's Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts in uh, for Colleen today. Colleen will be back on Monday. Let's get right to the three things you need to hear today to get about your day. We call it the three. It's 12.03. Give me three. You get it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Bradley, have you ever taken a giant piece of wasabi and put it in your mouth and consumed it? We're doing door number three. Yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door there number three. Wasabi, rarely, because rarely. it's danger food. Yeah, danger food meaning that it's very hot. Yes. It's Japanese horseradish. Well. And most of it's fake, but that's another story. Continue. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> regardless of whether the wasabi was real or it was fake, there is a video that has gone viral of a woman who made her toddler try wasabi, and the toddler was not here for it. Let's listen to the toddler's reaction of being forced to try wasabi for the first time. Try wasabi? No. Do you want to try it? No. Okay. Wasabi. Do you want to try it? Smell it. Smell it first. Help. (laughs) Why would you make your child taste wasabi? Well, now, to their credit, I think that they offered up the wasabi, then the kid said no, then the kid said wasabi, maybe they were interested in it, and then help. Oh, God, that's horrible. I feel like that is the the external reaction that everyone has internally when you take a piece of sushi and put it in your mouth and there's well, usually way too much wasabi in it. That or you just break out into a cold sweat because it's so darn um, hot. Also, did I tell you it's mostly fake? Yeah, you did. I didn't know Just that. like olive they oil add... is mostly fake? Yeah, it's true, man. It's no. really shocking. Well, okay. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Olive, olive oil? oil. Oh, we could no. do a whole. Well, well, mm. Holly and I could do a whole show on all the food you're eating is fake. No. Uh, but it, there, there's hope for you, Sonny. I just, uh, I'll let you know in the break okay. what what brand of olive Please. oil to buy. Okay. All right. Okay. On to on to better things. Let's do it. <laughs> Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Oh. And by that I mean O.J. Simpson. Fox is airing a new O.J. Simpson special on March 11th. It's an old interview that apparently just turned up from 2006 when he was working on that creepy book, If I Did It. Apparently, he explains how he committed the murders without admitting that he actually did it. Let's listen to a a clip. In 2006, O.J. Simpson gave a no-holds-barred interview, including his gripping account of what might have happened that fateful night. For over a decade, the tapes of that infamous interview were lost. 
until now. I'm going to tell you a story you've never heard before. It takes place the night of June 12, 1994, and it concerns the murders of my ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her young friend, Ronald Goldman. Forget everything you think you know about that night, because I know the facts better than anyone. This is one story the whole world got wrong. Does he confess? You be the judge. O.J. Simpson, The Lost Confession, Sunday, March 11th on Fox. Okay, so... Oh, okay! Um, uh, do we know, do we think that something shocking will be told in this interview or if it's just going to be a big Geraldo's uh, reveal? Al Capone's a vault. Al Capone's vault from the 1980s. Well, this interview was taped all the way back in 2006 and this was promoting that book, If I Did It, which he detailed how he would have killed Ron Goldman and his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, if he had indeed Which is the creepiest the thing ever, because yeah. what what uh, ultimately, I mean, he could honestly just say, I killed them, right? Yeah. Because at this point, he's already been uh, held guilty of, you know, in a civil court yes. of committing the murders, but held not guilty in criminal court. So even if he had written this like this is what actually happened, I don't know that they could do anything about it because I feel like they couldn't try him any it would longer. Be, is this like a double jeopardy he, kind of thing? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. And and so this book actually never was released. Uh, the Goldman family uh, did not want this to be released. There was a massive public outcry. I remember when this happened back in 2006 and how much in poor taste I thought this was. It was like, if I did it, I, he said, I was the, I know the true story behind OJ. Okay. It's kind of like if you accuse your boyfriend of cheating. He's like, no, but if I did it. Yes. You can't <laughs> But if do I were going to cheat on you. And then let me ask you, Sonny, do you buy that excuse from a boyfriend? Oh, absolutely not. No. Absolutely. I don't like, I don't like the sure. way it's detailed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And- now, one of the revealing things about this particular interview, and this is, I think, why people will watch it, and frankly, um, we're all going to want to know. Apparently, he claims that if he were to have done this, he would have had an accomplice. Oh, no. Interesting. And he goes on to explain why he had an accomplice. Apparently, he went to her house uh, back in 1994, that fateful night, to, quote, scare the bleep out of her. He took the Bronco to her home with his friend, brought a knife, and put a hat and gloves on for dramatic effect. He then says he... Oh, really? Just... <laughs> Is that appropriate? No, I'm kidding. He looked in her window, saw burning candles, and believed she was expecting a man. Long story short, at a po- at a certain point, he quote blacked out, and came to covered in blood. Dun dun dun. He yeah. playing too much. Uh, 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 yeah, something's li- not right yeah, about something this whole thing. is not adding up. Now I will say that this, uh, if I did it special airing on Fox, uh, the Goldman family has given permission to do this, so they own the rights actually of that book. If I did it, and Simpson's not going to profit in any way from this TV show or if the book is ever published. So that was all part of the uh, settlement of the civil suit. It's so crazy. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know, but I'm certainly going to watch. Aren't you? I'm curious. Well, yeah. I think that from the People versus O.J. Simpson, a couple of years American Crime Story. Everybody's and, paying attention. And the documentary. I, I watched all of those. I was riveted by them. So, you know, if I don't get too angry and turn off the TV, I'll give it a go. All right. Well, here's something you can get angry about. And here it is behind door number one. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not angry. Very excited and happy. How can you get angry at Weird Al Yankovic and Lin-Manuel Miranda collaborating together? Look, you know that you've made it in popular culture when Weird Al honors you in song, and especially if he rocks that song with an accordion. So this is a new song from Weird Al Yankovic. This is all part of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamill Drops project, which releases a new song associated with his play Hamilton every month. So this month, we're getting the Hamilton polka. Let's take a listen. No, I'm gonna need a right-hand man. Hey! Hamilton, sir, he knows what to do in a transgenue with a performance French. I mean, Hamilton, sir, you're gonna have to use him eventually. What's he gonna do on the bench? I mean, Hamilton, no one has more resilience or matches my practical, tactical brilliance. Hamilton, you wanna fight for your land back? Hamilton, I need my right-hand man back. Hamilton, uh, I'll get your right-hand man back. Hamilton. You know you gotta get your right-hand man back. Hamilton. I mean, you gotta put some thought into the letter, but the sooner the better to get your right-hand man back. It must be nice. It must be nice to have Washington on your side. So that, that is so cute. I love, I mean, who doesn't love Weird Al? Yeah. Who doesn't love Hamilton? And who doesn't love a good polka? Am I right? Yeah, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Uh, bubbles, bubbles everywhere. Yes. So that was the Hamilton drop from Weird, or excuse me, that was a part of the Hamil drops. It's called the Hamilton polka from Weird Al Yankovic. I love Weird Al, and I love the fact that Weird Al and Lin-Manuel Miranda are BFFs in real life. Well, and it kind of makes sense uh, because they're both, you know, great wordsmiths, right? Like they right. both know how to write a song. And, um, you know, Weird Al, I think, you know, people poke fun at Weird Al or don't maybe take him very seriously. But yes. you have to remember how, you know, incredibly talented he is. I, for to this day, sing the lyrics to Eat It. Just Eat It. Better than I do Beat It. Like, so, yes. like, when I think of Michael Jackson's songs or song Beat It, I the words that come out of my mouth are Eat It. Yeah. Just uh, eat, eat It. Eat It. Just eat it. Yeah. And then, also um, with what's the um, other one? bad fat um, because yeah, I'm, I'm fat. fat I'm, I'm fat. Come on. Come on. Exactly. Weird Al, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for the true talent that he really is. Yeah. And if you ever get a chance to see him in concert, he is incredible. So you like to jam- rock out yeah, with some I, Weird Al. Yeah, I like yeah. to rock out with Weird Al. I rock was gonna, out. I was going to add his wordplay in that little clip. Is yeah. better than some of the wordplay that I hear in modern rap music. Oh. That's just my little oh, sidebar. Wow. I mean, he was very clean and clear with the words. It's just like... <laughs> yes. Maybe. I would have tripped all over that. Yeah. Weird Al should be doing some ghostwriting. Hmm? Well, he, hey, he probably could. You never Maybe know. He is. Yeah. Right, I was so, going to say, you never know. <laughs> Weird Al, fantastic. And it's this is just a one-off song, so this isn't from an album or anything like that. Again, it's all part of the Hamill Drops. Hamill Drops. All Hamel right. Drops. When we come back, Holly's got the latest on two notorious presenters headed back to the Oscars telecast and more when she brings us the Dirt Alert today in for Elizabeth Reese right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It's time for another Dirt Alert and Holly's got the latest this time on two notorious presenters headed back to the Oscars telecast. And a lot more, I'm assuming. Hi, Holly. Hi, Bradley. Woo! Well, we all remember the 2017 Oscar Best Picture reveal from last year, of course. do we ever. Do we ever. La La Land, Moonlight, La La Land, Moonlight. Well, that was the drama from last year. And the Academy Awards are bringing back 
those very two presenters this year, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty, allegedly are going to present the Best Picture Oscar this year, this Sunday, at the um, Academy Awards. I mean, first of all, let's make sure that the uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers people are... Remember the, the, the suitcase-carrying dweebs that <laughs> yes. threw a wrench into everything last year? Right. They're not coming back, I hope. Yes, they are. What? Price Waterhouse Cooper. Well, they are, but not those two well, yahoos. Not, no, not the two yahoos. Not the two people who were responsible for the briefcases last year. They are not going to be back at the Oscars. Price Waterhouse Cooper apologized for the mix-up. But uh, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty were seen at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood doing rehearsals for Sunday night's Oscars. Wow. I, I guess I'm fine with this so that they can sort of you know, maybe not leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth from the stuff that went down last year. Mm -hmm. But um, why would you actually want people to remember this moment? You know what I mean? So having them there brings it all back. Like, do you really want people to remember that moment? Unless something positive happened with viewership or something behind That's it. That's true. Yes. Sonny, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, <laughs> yeah, ding. She's Absolutely. So we'll have to see what kind of bad jokes Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway are going to tell because, of course, like, they're going to remember make... last year. Yeah, remember last year, actually. Are you sure about that, Warren? Here's a joke, according to a source at page six, okay. that Warren Try Beatty and me. Faye Dunaway were rehearsing uh, that they're going to tell when they give out that Best Picture Award on Sunday. Faye Dunaway begins by saying, presenting is better the second time around. Then Beatty responded, the winner is gone with the win. Okay. No, not funny. I feel need, like they could do better. Need to work on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, maybe just maybe, a little bit. Maybe need to call Bruce Valanche in and write a good joke? Yeah. What t-shirt is he wearing today? I don't, I don't know what he's wearing today. That's a really good question. Maybe we'll find out on Sunday. I'm sure he's writing jokes for the Academy Awards. Uh, other things to look out. Four in Hollywood this weekend include a golden statue of a bathrobe-clad Harvey Weinstein sitting on a couch. It's on display on Hollywood Boulevard just in time for the Oscars. Uh, Okay, who is responsible for this and, like, (laughs) why is this some sort of social commentary? Yes, exactly, Bradley. So this statue, it's actually a sculpture. It's titled Casting Couch, and it's a collaborative effort between an L.A. street artist known as Plastic Jesus and the artist Joshua Ginger Monroe. And Joshua Monroe was responsible for some street art that was uh, very viral a couple years ago of our president of the United States. Was that the chicken guy? Sans clothes. Oh, that was the naked naked the, president. Because, yeah, you know, there's the that giant president. inflatable chicken that yes, walks around. Yes. Yeah. No, this isn't the guy with the giant inflatable chicken. Uh, they are saying, indeed, Bradley, that this statue, Casting Couch, is meant to uh, be giving some light on the industry's sexual misconduct crisis and the disgraced movie mogul's role in it. By, uh- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And just to clarify, by giving light, you mean casting light, not yes. necessarily making light. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, that's so gross. <laughs> and just It's really gross. Leave it to somebody. And uh, But I wonder if people are taking pictures with this thing. Because oh, that's know. a little bad taste. Bradley, maybe? you know that someone's uh. going to want to sit on that couch and they're going to have a selfie of themselves with the casting couch sculpture. I'm actually surprised it's not like somebody, because I, I remember this from Hollywood Boulevard, like somebody that's painted gold. Doing oh. that like weird statue thing where they're like, I'm not moving, I'm not moving, I'm not moving, I'm not moving. That would be really awkward if it was. Right. And then it moved. Yeah. Mm. Those are so weird. I don't get that. It is very That's, weird. I can't. It is very I don't weird. like that and I don't like, um, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Bradley doesn't want add that to your, the list. Your street performers. Mm-hmm. So of course the Academy Awards are this Sunday night. We're all very excited. By the way, there's a lot to watch along on my talk 1071 on our Facebook page if you want to join us for all the fun. Now moving on across the pond to some royal wedding updates. Bradley, I know you're so excited. I'm very excited. I've already got my outfit picked out. Do you have your fastener ready? My fa- fascinator. Excuse me. Yeah, the little hatty thing yeah. that people wear. Yeah, I wore. I still have mine. I, I actually literally do have uh, a fascinator ready to wear. And their wedding is again May. Their wedding is on May nineteenth. And mine is perfect because it's spring. It's a spring themed fascinator. Pa- pastels. Do you have some florals? It has, it has a nest with bird eggs and an actual bird in it, and some feathers. Wow. I'll take pictures. You're ready to go, yeah. Brad. You've got to have a fascinator for a royal wedding, man. <laughs> no joke. Well, Megan and Harry, yes, they're getting married on May 19th in Windsor Castle. And, well, you know, unfortunately, we're not British citizens because Harry and Megan announced that some of the public will be invited to Windsor Castle to watch them go into the chapel. How exciting is that? That would be really cool. How do we win that lottery again? We don't because we we're, have US, to be. we're U.S. citizens. Well, how do they know? Yeah, well. I could talk with an accent. I think no. you're going to have to work on that. Hello. A little, mm, little more upper class, Hello. please. Hello. Okay, great. You're in. Is this going Bradley, to you well? are in. So the couple invited a grand total of 2,640 members of the public to watch them go into St. George's ca- uh, Chapel on Windsor Castle grounds. And some 1,200 UK guests will be nominated to attend by nine offices of the Lord's Lieutenants, the Queen's representatives, who are spread around the country. So I think that you have to apply. They have to deem you good enough. Worthy. Worthy. And uh, that would be so cool. Exactly. And another 200 guests are coming from charities linked with Megan and Harry. And there will also be 100 children from two local schools to add a little uh, local flavor. Is it weird that I'm wondering what the menu is? Ah, no, that is not a weird question at all. I'm sure there'll be some like pressed. Something, some maybe, sort of bird pressed under glass. Maybe some quail. What kind yeah. of cheeses? Oh, oh, I bet they got some, well, a Stilton, a nice. Yes, maybe uh, a nice a uh, cheddar. Cheddar, yes, yeah. exactly. A cheddar. There probably is going to be a trifle, maybe, to oh, snack God. on. I oh. love a trifle. Oh. Yes, and maybe some cucumber sandwiches, sans yeah, crust. They've got. A, I'm going to watch old episodes of Great British Baking Show. Do you, have you ever watched that, Sonny? No, no, Holly, no. do you watch that show? I have watched it before. Oh, my God. If you oh. want to get real excited about um, food pastries and cakes oh. and pies <laughs> and things oh watch well that. you know that the, you know that the food is going to be amazing at harry and megan's wedding 
I am very jealous because you know they're going to party all weekend. There was a royal wedding, I think sometime last year, where they had this huge rave tent near the chapel and people were partying all night long. Who got married? I don't know. Some, you know, viceroy, lord of something. Lord blah blah blah. Exactly. Well, someone who's Lady Weeblebsmith. Lady. All right. So somebody who's not invited to to the royal wedding besides all of us, Kylie Jenner. She's not going to the royal wedding. Why? Well, you know, they have to be somewhat selective. So I'm assuming that the royals are not going to invite invite Kylie Jenner. Although she used to call herself King Kylie. Sorry, Kylie. You're not technically a royal. You're just putting us on. She's a member of the uh, Commonwealth, though. No, she's not. Isn't New Zealand or Australia part of the Commonwealth? Kylie, Kylie Jenner's not Oh, not Australia. Kylie Jenner. I was thinking <laughs> Kylie, Kylie Minogue. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> and when you said King I Kylie, said, I was like, Kylie Minogue called herself no. King? No, remember at one time oh when Kylie God. Jenner used to use the social media handle, she called herself King Kylie. She doesn't do that anymore. Which is weird because her ex's kid is named. Am I getting it wrong? Ky- no, is it King Ky- Cairo? King right? Cairo. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Tiger's I'm uh, sorry, kid with black china. I don't have a Kardashian lineage map in yeah, front no, of me. Fine. Well, that's Kylie fine. Jenner, she's That's okay. Back- <laughs> I, I thought you were saying Kylie Minogue. No. So. Well, just to let you know, Kylie Jenner is back on social media and she's showing off her post baby body in no, black underwear. Go back mm. to whatever you're not doing. Hey, you guys, <laughs> not you, her. Uh, thank you, Holly. When we come back, we need to call her to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize. 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize. But only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. We're playing the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. All right, Bradley, who's on the line and what are they playing for? Today we've got Desiree. Desiree's on the line and uh she is playing for some My Talk 1071 swag, I think. Yeah, I think she's playing for a My Talk 1071 swag bag. Fabulous. Yay, Yay Desiree. That's like all I want. <laughs> That's all you want. Well, we'll see if you get that. The timer will begin after I read you the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. What is the name of Kylie Jenner's daughter? Rain. No. Uh, Solange. Yes. Solange is the sister of which singer? Uh, Pat. What movie won Best Picture at last year's Oscars? Um, not La La Land, but Moon, Moonlight or whatever it's called. Yes, the sitcom Cheers takes yeah, place. The last one is Beyonce. Okay, yep. The sitcom Cheers takes place in what city? Um, Boston. All right, what is Meghan Markle's real first name? Oh, Oh, Desiree! Desiree. You were were close, but not close enough, honey. I'm sorry. That's all right, Desiree. But good thing that we played. Thanks for playing. We play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at this time on the Colleen and Bradley Show. So if you did not win, you can always call back at 1230 and play again. All you got to do is answer five questions in a row. All right, Holly, let's go through the questions she did not get correct. The only one she didn't get correct, she didn't have time to answer, is what is Meghan Markle's real first name? Rachel. She did not get, she passed on uh, the Solange one. She went back and answered oh, it, Oh, did though. she? Yes. Yeah, she went back. Oh. Yeah, she went back yeah, she and then it. answered it. She might have been Googling the 
<laughs> oh, is that when she, I thought she yeah. was doing the Cheers thing? No, is that right no, after Cheers? Did she say? Yes. So, okay, yeah, it yeah, was wedged in there. She got, got it. it. Yeah, yeah. Might have been googling. It's okay. Hey, you yeah. can Google whatever. We do, didn't say you couldn't Google. The problem what, is you only yeah. got 30 seconds. Do what you need to do. But here's a pro tip. Don't do the Google. Just go with your gut. It takes too long to Google. And the problem is there's, you can just keep, you can guess correct. Yes. Or I should say you can guess incorrectly and keep going. It's yes. not going to ruin anything. Exactly. All right. So Woo. as Holly said, uh, we play that every day. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. Now let's get to probably one of my favorite parts of the show. It's time. To get blinded by the item. Yes, we have blind items today from crazydaysandnights.net, our favorite resource for celebrity blind items. Our first blind item has a lot of words to it, but it has to do with a former A-plus list tweener. Former A-plus list tweener. Okay. Yes, so this person used to be a tween star, and when they were a star, they were big. Okay. All right, so think about this. This former A-plus list tweener who got her start in an acting singing capacity likes to think she is the one in control of her acting offers. I mean, she is in the sense that she can choose between the awful movies she is offered, but no one is offering her anything with a studio behind it. She makes it seem like offers are pouring in for her acting skills, but they aren't. The only offers she gets are from producers trying to make a little money by throwing her in a movie. If someone offered her a real part or a television show, she would quit this stuff. She is spewing and take the job faster than you could say Mandy Moore. Okay, so the name that comes to mind first, and um, is it Lindsay Lohan? No, it is not Lindsay Lohan. I am sorry. Not Lindsay Lohan. Now think about... Somebody. Well, because I'm like, she's just not really a singer, although yeah. she did sing. She had, you know. I'm tired of sick of rumors. I'm tired of feeding in it. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is someone who also was in the world of Disney, but they specifically were a really big star in the acting and singing capacity. This entity that they starred in featured both their acting skills and their singing skills. Oh, Hannah honest. Montana? Listen to Sonny over here. Yes! Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. Exactly. Let's fill in the blank on this blind item. So Miley Cyrus likes to think that she isn't the one in control of her acting offers. I mean, she is in the sense that she can choose between the awful movies she has offered, but no one is offering her anything with a studio behind it. She makes it seem like the offers are pouring in for her acting skills, but they aren't. The only offers she gets are from producers trying to make a little money by throwing her in their movie. If someone offered Miley a really a real part or a television show, she would quit this stuff she is spewing and take the job faster than you could say Mandy Moore. Interesting. I guess I didn't realize that she was interested in still acting. Yes, and there is a new interview with Miley Cyrus in Wonderland magazine and she goes into detail about how she's not interested in acting right now because she she takes on personas too deeply when she acts Bradley. I did so see that gets, something about um she went into detail on how that whole VMA's performance changed her life forever. Forever. Yes, and she's also not interested in acting because she takes on the persona of her characters too deeply and she's not really interested in being anyone but herself right now. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Do you buy that? Uh, no. Obviously not. No. All right, moving on. 
Now here is another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. I will say that this is unconfirmed, as was the Miley Cyrus one. However, these blind items clearly point in the in the direction of one individual. Now we okay. have to think of an A-list legend. A-list legend. Wow, legend is not a word we an use every day. An A-list <laughs> legend. Here we go. Okay. This A-list legend is speaking the truth about her recent payments for acting. She gets scale and nothing more. However, one thing she is not being completely open about is that she has increased her nightly fee for what makes her a legend by close to 50% because of the acting which her agents cite when booking her. Oh, God, that's so confusing. I'm twisted. Is so, Are you saying that her... There is something in addition to the acting that's raising her price, or it's the well, acting in a particular role she did once? Y- well, yeah. So what I'm saying is that she doesn't get paid a lot for acting. Okay. But she does, she has used her acting skills and her accolades for acting in order to increase her performance quote by 50%. That's oh, what her agents say. Hint. She's a legend. Well, yeah, I suppose she's a legend. She is uh, going to be pretty busy on Sunday night. Meryl Streep? No, I'm sorry. Not Meryl Streep. Now think of somebody who has two Academy Awards. And she's nominated on the Sunday night. Two. She's nominated for two Academy Awards. Sunday night. Sunday night. Yes. Oh, God. I'm. I will tell you one, Bradley. It's for Best Supporting Actress, and the other one is for Best Original Song. You can do it. Oh, my God. This is so hard. Why is it so hard today? I know that you can do it. She sings. She sings. Is it Bette Midler? Sad trombone for (laughs) Sonny. This person has been around since the early 90s. She's been around since the early 90s and she sings. I know people are yelling at their radio. She's nominated for two Oscars. (laughs) Who sings? Sings and they're. Who the heck sings? You can do it, Bradley. You can do it, Sonny. I know you can. So, what uh, the movie she's singing in, is it a musical? No. This movie is currently streaming on Netflix. Mm. Jeez Louise. Are you kidding me, Sonny, right now? I, I, You know, I'm fresh Do out. Do you have anything? Well, first of all, I'm insulted that we're calling somebody a legend from the early 90s. Not the <laughs> well, legend. <laughs> Sonny, the early 90s were almost 25 years ago. It's not true. Wait, it is so it's true. It's not No, it's not Cher. <laughs> Sad Cher was not, <laughs> she was not nominated. Uh, Do you guys? Yes. D- decades? Decades? So, 90s. But early, how old is early, she? Uh, I would say that she's in her late 40s, maybe? Okay, so we're looking for a female yes. actress that sings? who sings. Yeah, but she started singing before she started acting. Mm. And she's been acting, in, or, and she said this in an interview yesterday because she wanted to buff up her public image. She does the acting not for the money, but for the accolades, for her image. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not going to get it. Do I need I'm to get lost. it? Go you ahead. Got, help us. Mary J. Blige. Are you kidding? Oh! Me? Yes! Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Sorry. I'm in trouble when I go home for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, let's I think fill. We both failed miserably. All sorry. right. Let's fill in the blank. Mary. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, Mary J. Blige is speaking the truth about her recent payments for acting. Mary J. Blige gets scale and nothing more. However, one thing she's not being completely open about is that she has increased her nightly fee for what makes her a legend singing by a close to 50% oh. quote because of the acting which her Got agents That's a good cite one. when booking her. That's a good okay. one. That's, That's a really good. good one. That's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, she, 
It's, you know, she not every act. She is a legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> what is she nominated for? She is nominated for Best Supporting Actress for the movie Mudbound, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is a Netflix original. Yeah. And then she also is nominated. Jamie just watched that the other night. Did he like it? Uh, I, th- I think so. Great. And then she also is nominated. She co-wrote the Best Original Song nominee from that movie. So two Oscar nominations. Oh, my God. That's okay, pretty that was legendary. A hard, you stumped us with that I one, know. Holly. Oh, that well, good. good. <laughs> oh, okay, so did we get any of them right? Yeah, you did. Miley Cyrus. Miley, yeah. Miley Cyrus. We both yes. got that. Yeah. Well, you, you, said, you said Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I said Hannah. Yes. Um, all right. So do we have another one really quickly? Well, I don't think we or have time. Or do you want to do when we come back? Well, we have to talk to our Google Trends expert. Okay, so back. let's do this. Uh, we'll save it if we have a lull in the show. We'll do another blind item. I just love blind items so much. Yes. That's uh, Holly again with all the blind items for our um, for our wonderful Blinded by the Item segment, courtesy of CrazyDaysAndNights.net. And as you just alluded to, Holly, when we come back, we're going to find out what the Oscars, Barbara Streisand, and Dolly Parton all had in common this week when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Find out just what the Oscars, Barbara Streisand, and Dolly Parton all had in common this week. Well, it turns out they were all trending on Google. And here with the deets on why is our good friends from Google. Uh, All right. Well, let's just go right to uh, Molly. Molly Vandenberg is with us. Hi, Molly. Hi there. How's it going? Happy Friday. Wonderful. Happy Friday to you, Molly Vandenberg from Google. She's going to tell us why those three things I just mentioned were trending. Let's kick things off, Molly, with the Oscars, which are just around the corner. Absolutely. Coming up on Sunday, no surprise to see them trending. They do year after year, and I know I'm really excited. Although what I will say is that any time that I look at the trends, I realize how bad of a job that I've done in seeing the Best Picture nominees. Do you have that feeling as well, or is that just me? Oh, Molly. Molly, Molly. Don't us get us started. (laughs) We are so behind this year. I am, too. I really am. And in terms of the top search Best Picture film nominees this past week, the top three are Get Out, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I will say that all three of those are on my watch list, but I have not seen any of the top three. So are people Googling what the uh, what these movies are about? Are they also looking how they can watch them? Yeah, so I think that people are always just interested in mainly the actors that play, whether they're nominated, what sorts of awards that they're up for, as well as the reviews and kind of how people responded to them. And what's always interesting to me when we see the Oscars trend is I, I always like to, after the fact, then look at the trends to see, well, okay, Get Out was the most searched, did it end up winning, right. and that kind of thing, because we can sometimes make some pretty fun predictions based on what we know. Um, and those are always interesting, especially from the YouTube side of things. We go through the review videos and the reaction videos that people post and see if we can get um, any kind of insights there. And it's been pretty fun to see this time. The most, um, we pulled different words to kind of bucket themes. And the one that they said the most I cried in was Call Me By Your Name. Funny came up the most in relation to Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And Relatable came up a lot in relation to Lady Bird. So I guess we'll see um, how people felt about them come Sunday. Yeah, I feel like um, if you just looked at like a volume of searches, there's probably not a direct corollary between what wins. Um, uh, And I don't know if that was the case this year or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I would have to look back into the data on that one. But uh, we'll see what happens and pans out for this year. 
And then we also look into kind of what trailers got the most buzz and whether sure. those have any correlation. And Dunkirk and Get Out in the Shape of Water took the top spots for trailers. So we'll see if any of those predictions come out to be true. I know that I'll be tuning in. Interesting. Well, of course, we're going to be tuning in, too, here at My Talk 107.1. We're all very excited for the Oscars. Now, another story that was trending this week, I would have to say that maybe this was my favorite story of the week just out of sheer bizarreness. So Barbara Streisand was trending, and it's not because she has a new album out, right? You've got it. Not anything related to the album, although people are always looking up Barbara Streisand's song. She's definitely an icon. But she was trending this week because she revealed that two of her three canine companions are actually clones of her beloved dog, Samantha, who died last year. So a lot of people were looking into the dog cloning process. One of the top trending questions was actually um, how much does it cost to clone a dog and people definitely have different opinions about this but there was no shortage of buzz around Barbara Streisand's dogs this week. Yeah I, I just imagine there were a bunch of people who were like I want to clone my dog because they don't think about what that actually means and when you realize that cloning your dog doesn't mean you're actually getting your dog back it's just going to look like your dog which is a little creepy as far as I'm concerned but I imagine you know people want to know the science or at least what the cost was. Definitely. And people also look into where we've seen this before in history and Dolly, the sheep that was a yeah. cloned animal born in 1996. And a scientist would describe it better as, like you were saying, Bradley, like identical twins born at different times as opposed to a true replica. So people definitely leaned into those areas and got more information there. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Dolly, uh, in this case, not the sheep, but Parton, she was trending this week. And I feel bad because I can't for the life of me remember why she was trending this week. Yeah, so she was actually trending for a couple of different reasons. And the first was that her nonprofit organization actually reached a pretty big milestone this week called the Imagination Library. And it's focused on providing kids early access to books. And it actually delivered its 100 millionth book this week. So wow. that was a pretty big moment, and we saw a lot of people lean into that. But Dolly was also searched a lot this week because it was actually announced that a reboot of 9 to 5 is in the works and that Rashida Jones is going to be co-writing. So people were searching 9 to 5, the old movie, maybe even the old television show. Oh, God, uh, the TV show. Yeah, were people also uh, interested to see what Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin were doing and those kind of searches? Absolutely. And they were especially interested in the original trio because the original trio has actually said that they're all on board for the reboot because the concept is likely to be that the original three will be advising a new generation of women who find themselves in a similar situation. So I know that I will be really excited to see that when it comes out. But we saw a lot of people look into the film, into the actresses, and it was a big week for Dolly. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say I'm one of those people that is here for um, a reboot of this particular movie, especially if the three of them have given their go ahead. And presumably that means there will be cameos and they'll be a part of the film, which uh, just makes me want to go see it even more. So, Absolutely. I think that Dolly is so iconic and I'm a huge fan. So sign me up for a pre-order ticket whenever that should release. Well, Molly, thank you again for giving us the latest on what was trending this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Absolutely. It is always a pleasure. Thank you again for having me, and you have a great weekend as well. All right. That's Molly Vandenberg from Google. She's our trends expert, always uh, telling us why things we're Googling in a particular week. And 
that Barbara Streisand story, no um, shortage of like, what? Why would what? you? Why? People were getting angry about that. I don't know that you need to get angry about it, but I just think that's a waste of money because the you're only thing you're getting, getting a is a lookalike. Right. Right. Well, like you pe- could go buy another dog that looks like your dog. <laughs> the dog's already or, alive. Or I shouldn't say go buy. buy you could you could adopt a dog that looks yeah. like your dog. I mean, she's Barbara. She can she can have anything she yeah, wants. Yeah, but again, Bradley. Let me remind you that Barbara Streisand is a woman who has a mall in the basement of her house. You are obsessed and now, with this mall. Because, I am are you obsessed jealous? with this mall. Yes, I okay. am jealous. What I'm saying is this woman has more than she could ever have in her life. And that cloning her dogs is like the tip of the iceberg of ridiculousness for Barbara Streisand. So now I'm actually um, going to an article that was published in uh, Jezebel, October 26th of 2015. Reminder... Barbara Streisand has a mall in her basement. Woman has a mall in her basement that she can go and walk around and Instead of shop? storing my things in a basement, I can make a street of shops and display them. Who does that? She also discusses, uh, wait, there are photos. It says there are photos at the link. I beg you to look at them. So now I'm going to click on this. We should post Please. this. Yes. Uh, of her. Oh my God. It's literally a mall. Yes. You guys, it looks like. And and she has a doll shop, Bradley. She yeah. has a whole doll shop, shop in her house. It's called Bee's Doll Shop. I mean, to be that rich. Oh my God. This is amazing. It is amazing. I want a mall in my basement. You don't get a mall in your basement. Why? I'm, so- I'm sorry. You're who not Barbara you to, Streisand. Who are you to tell me what to do? Okay. Hey, when we come back, find out. Uh, it's a serious story, but one I'm excited to talk about. Why Sharon's, Sharon Tate's sister... And I are not happy about Quentin Tarantino's upcoming movie. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Gas Queen. Entertainment.